0: All right, welcome to the Chase Talks Hip Hop podcast. This is a little bit, a little bit different. I don't have the song in the intro, but I decided to do. I'm gonna take a different take on this one. I wanted this to be a little bit more off the cuff and relaxed. And uh, yeah, so basically, I'm gonna get right into it with some shoutouts. A lot of people, you know, I got affiliated with on Instagram. So uh, Abby D, AKA Absolutely Dope, go check out that page. Dave Noodles. Uh, Dave Doodles. Also, he's a uh, in charge of a clothing company. Uh, Faith Passion Hustle is a you know they have a lot of uh shirts carrying that logo. I mean, moniker, pretty cool. Cinema Contrast NYC. Uh, they do a lot of cool photography and media. See, let's keep hip hop alive and hip hop repost. You know, they're very uh they're very adamant on um just you know reposting hip hop. So that's always good the grassroots podcast for showing love and uh you know shouting me out not on the podcast but on twitter <laughs> um artist by the name of uh Mr. Black it's pretty dope and uh freestyle lounge and Jade discreet okay so since the shout outs are out of the way let's get right into it so i'm going to be talking about asap mob and ASAP Mob is a part of the Beast Coast movement. And the Beast Coast movement comprises of artists such as the Underachievers, Pro Era, aka the Joey Badass Camp, Capital Steez, all of those guys. And then you have Push Zombies. And then there's ASAP Mob. You know, they're the main fixtures of the Beast Coast movement. And then you have... Let's see. No, I'm pretty sure that's it when it comes to the Beast Coast movement. If there's anyone I'm missing group-wise, please let me know. But as far as the ASAP mob, the ASAP mob has always been different. They've always been strange. They've always had a different style. If you always want to look at it. And one of the person, and the person who really curated it is ASAP Yams. Because while researching, I learned that ASAP Yams, before there was even, before there was ASAP, he invented it pretty much. Like before even he met Rocky, he had ASAP. He tatted that on his skin. So I believe ASAP Yams, he was, he was, uh, working under, I think he was definitely, he was working under the Diplomats or, uh, might, it may have been, uh, yeah, I, I believe it was the Diplomats and, uh, it was, it was a lot of, uh, label stuff and a lot of, a, a lot of, uh, political music type of thing. stuff in the background and ASAP Yams, he was, a. Uh, I guess if you really want to go go to it, he was more considered a street nerd because he was very very much a hip hop nerd, you know very much a hip hop nerd and th- that's the really cool thing because you know he really helped craft asap rocky style from then because asap rocky style is always it's always been eclectic if you really want to go back to uh the live love asap you got weird cloud tracks. And then you got those. um, <coughs> uh, More trappy records. And then. You know you'll get some more. Boom bap style records from Rocky. But somehow we can try to make everything coexist. You know it could be Midwestern. Double time flows. It could be uh, chopped and screwed like in the south. You could have the, the metrics. Of a New York sounding record. Like there's a lot of things. That really come with their artistry. Which is awesome. But. What I like about the ASAP mob Especially is how Connected they are You know they, they kind of remind me of the Wu-Tang Clan In a way Because there there are a lot of group members But I'm focusing on On the you know, On the few members that I feel are really out here doing And that's no disrespect to anyone But I'm focusing mainly on um, You know the origin which is ASAP AMS, And then Rocky Ferg uh 12 e and uh asap nast asap nast he put out this record with method man i really liked and um but back to back to what i was saying so asap Yams. you know he really he really cultivated the sound and the group pretty much he brought everyone together and he was the you know i guess you could say he was the dame to to rocky's jay-z and you could say that but i look at it differently i feel like he he really led a charge with the whole entire mob and the whole entire crew, and without him, I feel like the whole entire crew would be missing his centerpiece. He was that centerpiece, and rest in peace to him. He died a he died a couple of years back, and of a of an overdose because of his uh, you know his his struggle with addiction to drugs like Xanax, Lean, you know a lot of the shit that's plaguing hip hop mainly right now. And I feel like he was one of the first, you know, signs that, you know, like, bad things could happen from this. You know, maybe we shouldn't endorse this as much. And I'm not judging, but if you really want to look at it, like, it's sad to say, but he was one of the first, not the first casualties, but one of the first known casualties. And then Little Peep, this and that, like, these people dying from these drugs, lean. Well, no, I can't say, well, that will... Pimp seed out of lean years, he was back. So maybe I was too too uh too quick to speak right there. But rest in peace, ASAP AMs. You know, I'll give him a moment of silence for that one. But yeah, so basically, what what a. Uh, what I wanted to say that is that ASAP Yams is pretty much the the leader of the group. I always felt ASAP Rocky he was to a degree, if you really want to look at it musically, because he was the most popular and he had a lot of great records. But if you are looking at ASAP Yams, who who cultivated the group, that was him. He he led them and he he gave them structure. You know, and, and he helped them put together these records. And and for instance, I was reading this article by the New York Times and it was saying that y you, you know, even with his records, ASAP, Rocky's records that may have seemed mainstream, the idea was not to be mainstream. With the record fucking problems. I mean that that song's pretty organic from what I can tell when I listen to it. It it just seems natural. It flows well and it it was sophisticated ignorance at its finest. You know, and then you get artists like ASAP Ferg, and ASAP Ferg is personally, you know, I think one of my favorite members of the group because he's so animated. You get to see the contrast within the group. You know, Ferg is very fucking animated, very different, very strange, and we need that. We need that kind of shit in the group. You can't just have everyone act the same, be the same, because then you lose the group dynamic. The thing about groups is that they're supposed to be eclectic. They're supposed to be different. They're supposed to be weird. I like guess the point, like, and and that's what I love about ASAP Mob and what they're doing. They're really putting together a great movement. And with um, ASAP Rocky's last album uh, was it Long Live ASAP? No, what was it? There's Live. Fuck it, titles. Live Love ASAP Long Live ASAP Then there's Long Last ASAP Okay, alright, so Okay, the last project Well, both of the albums all, all of his projects Have been really good and consistent But Long Last ASAP You know, he he did a record with um, What's his face? Just, I feel no uh, Every day I sip Oh, Rob Stewart Every day I sip my wine Feeling fine It's a good song I like that one. That one, that one song really goes hard. But then you get records like Max B. Um, what else? Canal Street. And again, like when you listen, when I listen to these records, it's it's such a good mix of everything, every subgenre of hip hop. Like people cannot tell me that ASAP Rocky is not one of the best out. You know, I mean, I I like to put him next to Kendrick Lamar, even though. He isn't quote-unquote conscious. I mean, he does have some conscious... He's consciously aware, and he he does drop some really serious serious gems here and there if you really want to look at it, like, like mentally. Because the, the record, suddenly, you know, he, he told a great story on it. You know what I mean? He told a great story on, on Suddenly off the first album because I feel like with ASAP, You know, people are just going to undermine his intellectual... I feel like with ASAP Rocky, people undermine his intellectual ability because, you know, he does the flashy shit. True. You know, he does do flashy shit, but outside of that, he's very artistic. And I feel intelligent in his moves. You know, his fashion. I think he's as calculated as his fashion. You know, I'm not like that. I can't be calculated like that fashionably. You know, and that's good for ASAP, because he's out here, and he's making moves, and the same thing for Ferg, because Ferg, Ferg, I mean, has a rapid style flow, you know, and I, I like the way he does it, and I remember when he did the, the ghetto symphony record with, a uh, Rocky and Gunplay, when he, when he say, like, say, Rocky spit like Andre, and now I'm gonna spit like Big Boy, and, like, like, all of his, like, he made the point to be, to say, like, all right, I'm not, I'm not like you guys, I'm different and I'm gonna show you I'm gonna bounce off the walls and ASAP Ferg, he's kind of you, you know, it's he to me like he's one of the most hype members of the ASAP crew. You know, and then you know i am I c I'm I'm kinda considering it like the big four who i am talking about, because mainly i am talking about 'cause mainly I'm talking about twelve E Yams and um twelve E Yams, Ferg and Rocky, but you know, there's plenty of other artists, but my thing is I'm focusing on these guys because these are the main people who've dropped projects, and the others, the Lords, never worry shit, and they like that, like the mixtapes, the albums, like they're not bad compilations, they're pretty good, and I recommend everyone go check them out. Preferably though, I'm big on the I'm bigger on the solo projects because Twelve E put out uh the Project Twelve, and it's pretty good. I recommend it. Go check it out. And I was going through his music and he thoroughly impresses me, even in his interviews, you know, he's a very cool dude, very bouncy, very positive, and again, it's interesting, like, to, see, to see the contrast, of the artist at ASAP, because, you know, he's a comic book nerd, he, he collects toys, all of the above, and that's funny, because like, like, you don't expect that, out of the ASAP mob, you know, you don't see, you expect, you expect for high fashion, and gangster shit, but no, like, it, it was really cool, it, it shows that, each one in the crew is individual. Is an individual, and that's what I want to see out of artistry. I want to see individuality. I want to see difference, and I want to see the ability to grow. And they've been showcasing that, and I think that they are New York. And I feel like there was a lot of disrespect towards them because they weren't considered traditionally New York sounds. Because ASAP Rocky was coming with purple swag, shit like that, and he's had a and he's had a Harlem, so he faced a lot of scrutiny he was he was facing a lot of scrutiny over it, but personally, if you ask me, I think they've been New York from the jump to me, and I think isn't the only right that New York displays asap rocky who was innovative in a way I mean most in asap ems who let say, let me rephrase that. So basically, isn't it, shouldn't it be right that they are New York sound because New York is the origin of hip hop, and hip hop is meant to be innovated and and worked with, and it's it's water. It can, av- it can it can change shape, and that's the point. That's music, and I feel like they are New York. They're pushing limits, and they're doing so much. And that's... That's why I love... Like... You can hear a lot of different influence from them... You can... Even... uh Even on the... Lord Pretty Flock of Jode 2... Uh, record... You hear... You know... You kind of hear some... um Southern influence... No not Southern influence... West Coast... Uh, G-Funk synthesizer influence... Which I really... Really liked... And that... That was a different thing... Like, that's... I can appreciate the neclectic style... And the neclectic approach... And... Yeah, no, it just it just baffles me at times, like why people would say crazy shit, you know. But you know, speaking on Yams, it was uh, interesting. I was hearing this ASAP twelve. I was watching this ASAP twelve interview, and I can't remember the the social media outlet that Yams met 12V through. But it was some outdated, <laughs> some really outdated uh, social network. It was before. I think it was before even MySpace became hot, but. Yeah, it's really interesting. Though, but ASAP, Ames met Twelve E at the Chicken Noodle Soup interview. Made him freestyle. Said he liked him, and then um, they linked up, and eventually ASAP Twelve E was on tour with Rocky, being his hype man, and really putting his time into it and recording every day. So I think you know respect to ASAP Twelve E's grind. And ASAP Rocky's grind, Ferg and too. You know, um, ASAP Ferg. I've been playing this record a lot. New, new level. It's one of my favorite songs right now. That's a great workout song. But to me, the ASAP Mob is truly, truly New York, and they truly embody that shit. You know, and I could, I could go on, and go on. You know about asap ams overdosing and i regret not talking about it on the first podcast more i did because i went over drugs and i talked about addiction overdosing but the sad thing is like there are a lot of artists who have died from drugs you know outside of hip hop you know and rock and roll too it's happened to a lot of artists and it's sad but true you know and when i do when I do these podcasts, you know sometimes, yeah, I may slip, and I may not remember everything, but as far as the asap mob going back to them the way they move is smart, the way they release records is smart, they don't overdo it, they play they pace themselves well, they have good they have good timing. I think that's one thing it's timing is everything in the music industry, and if there's one thing that they have, it is good timing. Cause without good timing, you really don't have much, you know, and that's the reality. You gotta think, all right, what am I gonna drop this project? Why am it? Why am I doing it? What's the intent? What's the what's the mood of it? Is it a summer good time vibe or, you know, what what were they feeling when they when they put into the project? That's all I'm saying. But yeah, you know, it's it's wild, but you know, ASAP for you know, he's, he, it's really good to see him putting out consistent music, you know, with um, Trap Lord, Always Strive and Prosper, Still Striving, all of those records doing well, and um, then you have ASAP, you know, he put out, Blew Up off of uh, of uh, Live Love ASAP, and Long Live ASAP, At Long Last ASAP, like, all these records have been good. Like he's been very consistent and they've they've known what they're doing. ASAP twelve E, ASAP Nast, you know, they've they've really been pushed. And I, I like that and I know I heard a A I saw that ASAP twelve E. I haven't heard the new Flatbush Zombies project, but I heard ASAP twelve E has a verse on it, so I'm very excited. I'm looking forward to it. And yeah, just what I'm trying to say is that the ASAP mob, they embody the New York ideal of music. And I'm just being completely honest. So that that's just my full, full synopsis on this. But the ASAP Mob, to me, they are definitely a good fixture in hip-hop. This is a bit of a shorter podcast. Today is my birthday, so I have some other obligations. But this podcast was meant to be a short podcast where I more or less go off the cuff. Because I feel that way I could flow better. And with that being said... Uh, my next podcast, I'm looking for artists to send me music, put in submissions because uh, I want to play music. My next podcast, I'm going to talk about um DMX and uh, speak on his career a little bit. I also have an interview with Bam Bam Boogie coming and uh, expect some more guests. Thank you.